well, if I'm lucky, you won't be here for the next life stories, but knowing my luck, you'll just randomly happen to show up right at the worst possible time. Mm-hmm. Quite possibly. I'm predicting your emo-ness going over the final, I want to say week, or at least last 72 hours before my old man kicked the bucket with my cousin. Mm-hmm. And she's already started. Hello, welcome to another exciting episode of Life Stories. I'm your host and sometimes referee, Zach Sapp Pearson. And today I'm joined by one whose shortness is without equal, a one, Neko Mimi. Yeah, I'm not short. I'm fun-sized. Oh, that felt cringy just saying it. Especially <laughs> when no one has ever called you fun. Moving on. All right, today's life story is going to be a very unique one because... On paper, it sounds fucked up, as most life stories do, but this one is more of a technically a happy or at least comical ending. Uh, okay, see, you say technically on paper sounds fucked up. I just believe that all of these are fucked up. Like, even not on paper, they still are. <laughs> and yet you still laugh at them. So, Duh. <laughs> we'll be going over profiting from someone's death. Ooh, that does sound really fucked up on paper. I'm excited. Which is why... Yeah, you would say that, which is exactly why the YouTube title is going to be How I Made My Friends Rich Accidentally, which I've made 16 of my friends rich. These are like the only two, or maybe there's two more, but these these particular two were by accident. <laughs> so I'm not complaining. Oh, and there may be a brief intermission because I may have to go to the bathroom at some point. That aside. That's fine. All right, so uh, I'm actually using everyone's real names for this particular incident because, well, Why? there's no one who's going to be mad at me, <laughs> or at least hypothetically mad at me. I mean, like, that's a fair reason, but shouldn't you just not use the real names anyway, just like protect privacy, or what if, like, I don't know, it just seems weird. No, because they literally tell people all the time when I'm around, this is the man who's responsible for all my successes and made me rich. So I sincerely doubt they're going to be mad. Touche. All right, let me uh, turn my chair towards the mic. Okay, so I don't remember the year, but we'll say this. This is 18 or 19 year old me. Now, 18 or 19 year old me had a very unique perspective to adulthood, especially given how I started, you know, the college era for most people who are connected to money or good credit scores. See, I actually got out of the whole high school shit at 16. No, I was not kicked out, dropped out, whatever. I, I, I completed the GED, which is the high school equivalency exam at 16. So literally, I couldn't go to high school if I wanted to because I knew everything already. Mm, that's not a... Uh, was this humble bragging? <laughs> no, it's no. Well, for you, maybe, but you're not factoring in Caucasian stereotypes, which piss me the fuck off because I will say, oh, I got out of high school early and they hear, oh, where'd you get kicked out of? That's their oh. response, followed by, oh, what did they catch you with? Which... Also equally as fucked up, maybe a little bit more. That's fair, yeah. I've never had that problem, obviously. Yeah, you didn't, they, no one told you what the GED was, but uh, to be fair, if memory serves, you do have to have parental consent to do it, but, you know, my parents weren't going to have a problem with, wait, you're going to get done with high school early? Shit, okay. 
you know? Mm-hmm. So, I was basically running around unsupervised as a teenager because I was smart enough or everyone decided I was smart enough to not do anything extremely fucked up and crazy. And they were right. That don't, don't get me wrong. I still watched other people do it. And that's one of the reasons I can tell people why you don't want to do that. Or I have funny stories because I watch stupid people do shit. We told them, hey, bro, you don't want to do that. That's stupid. So one particular time there is. I'll use her middle name just because I don't want to indirectly compliment you. Uh, Jill or Jillian, if you will. And her brother, Michael. And there's me and they motherfucking mama. Uh, well, see, bitch is too common of a term. So <laughs> we'll be using what the dictionary says is synonymous with bitch, which is Megan, which is her real name. <laughs> okay. I fucking hate their mom and so do they. And you'll, you'll know why very, very soon. I just like that sentence the way it ran down. It just made me laugh. Uh, it kind of reminds me of like how Karen is like the new insult phrase for a woman now. So if you don't want to call somebody a basic bitch, it's like we turn to Karen now. Back then for you, it was Megan. Yup. And also, this is when Family Guy hadn't died out necessarily. So the occasional Meg pun joke or reference was made because we knew she wouldn't get it. Mm. Meg being the character everyone in the show is just disgusted with doesn't give that much of a shit about you know that situation I have a sister named Megan I'm actually really surprised we never did that to her oh because by the time they're old enough for us to make those kind of jokes family guy was died was dead okay yeah I answered my own question <laughs> yeah comedy is a strike while the iron's hot situation nine times out of ten a few jokes many jokes are timeless or classic but when it comes to the ones that are based in entertainment, it's usually a strike while the wire, the iron's hot situation. Mm-hmm. But, um, so they very well off. Dad died from something. I don't know what. Basically, to my knowledge, he might have had an STD and he gave it to his wife. But she lasted longer. However, contrary to popular belief, or at least what she wanted to believe, she got the STD, but he didn't cheat. That is entirely possible. However, most people stereotypically and also ironically don't have enough information on STDs and how the shit works, especially if you're past the age of 40. Because there wasn't information when you was in school and you didn't bother to learn when you got out, which I don't understand that logic. You want to learn about life when you're not in school, but your first thing to do is not go to a library or consult a doctor. You will go and look at the Channel 5 News and they won't have a doctor on. Shit was crazy. No. They, they Back before we were born, they, used, they literally blamed HIV, AIDS, and STDs on gay, gay people. Like, they literally mm-hmm. said and fathomed that it came from them. <laughs> Jesus. That kind of stuff just I I just laugh at it now. It's gotten to the point where it's so sad I just laugh. Yeah, and don't don't feel bad. I mean, well, yeah, feel bad, but the, the you're not the only person like that. I, I'm the same way when I see shit that has been around forever and people repeat it like it's new, and they look at me like, "How'd you know what I was gonna say?" It's like because people like you've been saying it for almost half a century or more. 
like this isn't nearly to the same degree but i did kind of rediscover that with uh, the war on video games that it's still technically going to this day obviously not nearly as strong as it was 10 plus years ago but holy shit people get the fuck over it just a video game legitimately if you'd been there two months ago my cousin was there uh oh daywalker that's my cousin he was there when the shit was new right he would even have to explain to me because you know, i don't know what the fuck going on i didn't have all my teeth in my mouth i'm a <laughs> i'm a i'm basically a toddler and some of my earliest things i've seen from news media on video games is hey this shit gonna fuck your kid up don't let mm-hmm. him do it and then the same in the, a month later or a week later hey here's the newest hottest video game to buy for your kid i'm not even joking like <laughs> what the fuck are video games mm-hmm. getting too sexy well they're made by grown-ass adults and grown-ass adults aren't always making something for kids and even if they were making something for kids as we've learned from japan they will still try to make shit slutty unnecessarily it's kind of fucking weird sometimes mm-hmm. so you should be paying attention to that in general but then again the, the the next week here's what you should get your kid video game wise and it'll be some it'll be like mortal Kombat, which <laughs> that was on the news a lot back in the day mm-hmm. you ever heard it i'm sure you've heard of the esrb Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat is literally the reason we have the ESRB. Yep, I actually covered that in my class. It was really fun. Yeah, it was like a legislation thing. Like, if you don't legislate, we will. But, well, that didn't pan out well because now they just want to have child gambling money. But anyways, um, <laughs> so back to 18 or 19-year-old me. These two finished high school and they wanted to know what are some fun things to do because, you know, we had a very, very unique and almost annoying te- time in your adult life. It's called, I call it the cock tease era. Mind you, it's one of the, sh- it's the shortest era of adulthood, but man, is it a cock tease. You're old enough to do shit by yourself, go outside by yourself, be alone, all this other shit, but you ain't old enough to go anywhere that has booze, <clears throat> which is what most people want to do at that age. Despite what we all heard and know for a fact happens. We just decided, hey, well, if I don't want to fuck with it, I'm not going to do it. I'm here for the music, the live performances, maybe some a cool DJ, or maybe the booze. But I'm not here for drugs and, you know, trying to fuck nobody or rape nobody, blah, 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 blah. But you still want to go. So that's what we was on. But we couldn't, there was nothing for us. So we basically had to go and find out, back when that shit was a little bit hard to do, places you can go where you know it was as close as you can get to a nightclub or a nightclub atmosphere or just something recreational to do that doesn't involve hey let's sit down quietly and eat not that i have a problem with that but when you with your homies ain't nobody trying to do that shit (laughs) unless you know it's a after dinner wedding or some shit and where we can go to see something fun cool or just be entertained and we know chicago the tourism board of Chicago makes bank. Mm-hmm. So we was like, okay, what can we do? And eventually, uh, Meg shows up because I'm in their room. By the way, their, their their own bedrooms had fucking bedrooms and it. it was the craziest shit. I mistook her bedroom for a walk. Uh, when the first time I went into Jillian's room, I mistook her bedroom for a walk-in closet. Yeah okay <laughs> yeah she she had a room in which only a neko would dream of a room filled to the brim with fashion shoes shoes uh, everywhere 
and cat oh, memorabilia. Yeah. Yep, that does sound like my dream right there. One of these days. We'll get there. Right, cat next to me, Ash? Hello, Ash. I'll be sure to set it on fire. So then afterwards, we finally got like three or four places we can think of and we're trying to plan a date to go. It's basically been decided they gonna come get me because I ain't got a car. And also technically I'm the oldest out of the group. But I also mm -hmm. look it so we think we may be able to get some booze secretly, which yes, I will acknowledge and say, hey kids, don't do what we did. It is a, a, well, it's not illegal, unlawful, I believe, unlawful to acquire and get booze when you are not 21. We're still adults, so it's not a felony, but it is unlawful or something. Different state legislatures apply. Check your local lawyer to figure out your bullshit. Disclaimer over. So, I was about to say, like, I'm going to ruin that disclaimer by saying fucking everyone does it. Like, I didn't drink underage, but I know, like, so many people did. As long as you're not a raging idiot it's 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 uh it's not it's not even a stereotype it's a statistic teenagers mm -hmm. will drink booze it's just a matter of how many will do it and when yeah pretty much yeah so now we didn't say this part out loud and then meg walks in and like, hey hey guys well what are you all doing now i haven't learned to hate their mom at this point but i don't respect her because she does something that if I knew I could get away with it and I didn't know you and never know witnesses, we'd be boxing for. She cuts down her children's potential and interest in having a brighter future. Oh, geez. Yay, more bad parenting. I have seen so much bad parenting over the years and it baffles me why these people have kids. It's because the government, unfortunately, doesn't have an IQ... A bare minimum requirement for people to have children in fact most people who are barred from raising their own children doesn't happen until they ask go to court i know uh one yeah. of my friends from military he has a cousin who's so stupid if she has children she's not allowed to raise them automatically she had like three of them die from sids oh jesus christ yeah but i digress I'm not uh, um, so we there. told her what we're trying to do we're basically trying to have fun and do stuff now, her mom has figured out before we did she was dying. And she basically wants her kids around her all the fucking time. But mm -hmm. instead of saying anything about it until it was too late or nearing too late, she kept trying to get them to find reasons to stay in the house. Like, you're going to be able to keep two rich white kids in a house all summer long when they're out of school because they graduated. Hell no. Yeah, 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 rich white kids being obedient. Okay, that's possible. I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm not even going to stereotype or just go and get some statistics on, well, rich, rich Caucasian children who are extremely privileged. I'm just going to tell you, <laughs> there is no high school anymore. They have money by themselves because, and they have access to whatever funding mommy, and, oh, not daddy, mommy's going to give them on top of dad's life insurance shit that, well, when they hit 18 is when it was going to pay them portions. So, realistically speaking, fucking ain't shit she can do. <laughs> no. And she's trying to get me to be agreeable with her own stuff. So, the conversation went something like, oh, well, you guys want to do all this and that? Yes, ma'am. Oh. Zach, you don't have to call me, ma'am. It's like, yeah, I do. 
Mm-hmm. So then they start tapping me on the shoulder. Come on, Zach, be cool. I was like, because I don't respect her. And I wanted her to ask me, why do you call me that? I was like, because I don't feel like saying your name and I don't even like thinking about you and just go off on a list of shit she's done since I've known her, which has only been four years, about her just cutting down her children's interests and shit like, oh man, hey, I f-, like one day my friend, we were playing Smash Bros, don't know which one, and, me, and my friend found his dad's old guitar, right? He came up to me and he's like, bro, that's cool. Like, yeah, he was teaching me it for a while. I was like, oh yeah, my dad was uh, teaching me his harmonica for a while. Um, my dad's still alive at this time. But, you know, uh, the one he gave me, I feel bad about it. I, I ended up losing it at the time. I did find it eventually. In fact, it's sitting in front of my TV in a glasses case right now. But um, I was like, yeah, well, maybe we can randomly learn or learn or learn together. And I just said, or make noises until it stops sounding like garbage and then actually sound cool. Yeah. So he starts strumming a little bit and it sounded cool. Me and his sister paused the game. Here comes Megan. What's this? I don't know where that accent is from, but I fucking hated it. What's this? <laughs> like four, like almost every single two-syllable word she added three or four to. This was the is. <laughs> I want to hear like her talk now. <laughs> mm, well, luckily that's not a problem. Um, so he's like, "Oh, you found his dad's old guitar." Oh, I remember that. Hey, give me that real quick. And she literally clipped. She took the guitar. Yeah, I'm going to be doing a lot of editing later. She took the guitar. And she pulled out the strings from one end. And then she unwound them from the top. They all stood there and said nothing and got emo. I was like, why did you just do that? Now, mind you, I'm like. 12 or 13 when this is happening. But I just felt like I need to go over the start of my disrespect. I don't want to make it sound like, oh, I just hate it because she uh, old, old fat white lady. Like, n- no, no. So, like, why'd you do that? Oh, well, I mean, the children don't really need to mess with this. We need to preserve this, put this up somewhere where they can't touch it and, you know, have it like on display so that way they can remember their father. Yeah, no. Now, this incident is also important because it's going to come up later. And obviously, I might as well explain it to you now instead of later. So, I'm giving her a mean look. And, you know, they're telling me, calm down, man. Don't say nothing. Don't do nothing. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, eh. So, yeah, we're going to try to do all this stuff. Well, I don't see how you're going to try, how this is possible. It's very easy and simple. I'm taking care of the logistics because I know and have done all this stuff before or I couldn't do it unless I had more than one or two people. And boom, well, wouldn't you know it? Here's one or two more people. Ha 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 ha. You're so funny. It's like, thank you. <laughs> I don't I see why see you it. have to be so hostile to me. Thank you. <laughs> so now their kids have started snickering. And man, is she insecure. They weren't laughing at me clowning her. They were laughing at me fucking just being funny but she didn't care she felt like she was being laughed at so that means fuck everybody everyone in the world has to die yeah i've met those people yeah hypersensitive insecure it doesn't matter which one they are they both have the same ironic symptoms um so she's like well i guess i can tag along you're not invited (laughs) well excuse me you're not coming 
I don't think it's really up to just you. It's like, no, but you're not coming. Okay, wait, wait. If you're the one figuring out all the logistics and stuff like that, it kind of is up to you. I mean, you like you said earlier, you guys are adults, so... They're trying to avoid what happens after their mother feels slighted, insulted, or anything. It doesn't matter if they did it or someone they've never even met before did it. She won't stop bringing it up for the rest of the day or at least what they told me four to four and a half hours growing up. That uh, sounds like my mom. One day, like a random tennis ball hit her in the face. She was picking up her kids from gym practice. Her daughter played tennis, uh, Jillian played tennis. Now, Jillian didn't hit her with a tennis ball. No one in the vicinity fucked with her. But apparently, when she got hit with it, the guy picked it up, apologized, and she tried to go on a rant. And he said something like, get your shitty ass shoes out my face, woman. And it was just a tennis <laughs> ball. You're not even hurt. If you're going to sue me, sue me. Shut the fuck up. You're not going to chastise me, you ugly motherfucker. Some some <laughs> random shit. I don't, that, that was the gist of it. She didn't shut up for two days about it. She would mumble under her breath, all that shit. So here's the oh thing, though. Gosh. I know if I'm in a car with someone like that, it's going in two ways. I'm not going to describe those two ways, but let's just say the first one's a car crash. <laughs> so they already know these two cannot be together. This is like dynamite in a tank of gasoline. It's not a matter of how it explodes. It's a matter of when. Yeah. And I already know... I don't fucking respect them. And I made it very clear. Like a lot of my uh, friends' parents, I don't hate them. I don't know shit about them. They don't know shit about me. If they ask me shit, I'll answer. But they're my friends' parents. I hate to say it, but a lot of people don't actually hate kids, don't actually love kids, don't give a shit about kids. There's a distinct difference. So basically, did he break something in my house? Okay, I don't give a shit. That, that You'd be surprised how much that comes up. It was very easy for me to crash at people's place because has he broken shit in my house before? No? Okay. I've noticed that with a lot of uh, parents like back when we were in high school. As long as the kid was just like not crazy, didn't break anything to disrespect the parents, you're in. They love you. Basically. So they asked me to leave. Not like you got to get out like, hey, we were done. I was already on my way. I was like, hey, look, we'll let her know in some type of way she can't come. Right. So the weekend rolls by. They found a way to get out the house. Right. They have their own car. Bought their own car at 17. Rich people shit. I don't mean parents got exactly. them a lease in their name. I mean, bought the shit. So here we are in a nice ass Jaguar and Jillian is in the back and she got two phones and she's like, you know, we should at least bought that new thing where you can turn cell phones into actual uh, cell phone ringtones in the songs like, oh yeah, that's right. I remember that came out a few years ago. That's how you know this was a while back. This is when that shit cost money and was new. They used to actually charge you to have a ring back cell phone ringtone i think i actually remember that but i think i always got like hacked or like um shit was before you know like the ones you weren't supposed to download but you did anyway get like those kind of programs and shit to make myself ringtones i can tell you a good one right now they even have video game shit and it's free they just make you listen to a painful ass ad every time you 
try to scroll through more than two songs. <laughs> That's how they do it. Um, so I was like, what's going on? It's mom. I was like, the fuck does she want now? Like, I, I sound like I just got slapped in the face and I'm about to hit you back. She's <laughs> like, I was like, and uh, Michael's like, <sighs> she wanted us to stay in the house all day and fix something. But I fixed it last night. I got up at 3 a.m. and fixed it. It's like, so you fixed it this morning. Semantics. I was like, uh, okay, fine. That's cool. I'm not going to press this. So I'm like, well, Jillian, why don't y'all just save the battery life? Turn the phones all the way the fuck off. No, apparently she knows some way to know when we do that. Okay, well, what, what's the text? Just answer some text messages. Text her back. Tell her you're driving. You can't be on the phone. Yeah, but she's calling both of us. It was like, okay, well, one of you is eating and one of you is driving. He was like, oh shit, that's a good one. So we tried that. Shit you not. Before we got to the second location we was going, Navy Pier was the second place. By the way, I'm pretty sure you can see it from Michigan, or at least if you have binoculars or something and you're up high, but you have a back in the city, go visit Navy Pier. If you go to ASIN, it'll cost you literally less than five bucks to get there. Navy Pier's a shit. It's a very popular tourist attraction, but it's also got a lot of fun shit. Gonna be in Rosemont at the beginning of July for a convention, so hell, maybe I'll do it. Yeah, the train station is literally around the corner. No, it's two blocks down the street from the actual hotel. Boom. So here's uh, here's a trippy part about before we get to Navy Pier, because that's the second place we're going. She burned up all their minutes. Yes, minutes used to have a oh. Like. Oh, holy crap, yeah, this was back in the day, but just to be that much of a psycho mom to do all that shit to your, to your parents, to your kids. But then when you're obsessed, normally you're doing a positive shit, but you're smothering them. This is worse. She's obsessed with her children, but she's also obsessed with cutting them the fuck down. Mm-hmm. Children are naturally born either realist, if they learn what that is, or optimist. They're not born pessimists. Something has to happen to them. Their mom happened to them. Mm-hmm. So, it was like, oh yeah, not minutes. She burned up all her texting. Because she was texting back and forth. She burned them up on both phones. <laughs> I was like, so we get out the car. Mike is fuming at this shit. I don't believe this shit. What the fuck? Hey, 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 calm, calm the fuck down. Calm the fuck down. You don't want to be the loud, crazy white boy at Navy Pier. So... Uh, I was like, okay, listen, listen, here's what's here in Navy Pier. No pun intended. Also, there's a big ass anchor that's like almost 20 feet high. You can go and jump around and play with or take pictures by at the end of Navy Pier. It's like a statue put up, but people love taking tourist pictures by it. They don't care if you jump on it or nothing. It's a fucking anchor. What are you going to do to it? <laughs> that's cool. I have to get a, <gasps> could I have my pirate outfit by then? Probably not, but that'd be fun. I don't even know if I'm offended or surprised by you having a pirate outfit. Moving on. It's a Lolita cord. I'm going to do a pirate There theme. it goes. There it is. I was waiting on that one. <laughs> so I was like, okay, here's what we can do. It's like, bro, they got a restaurant in Navy Pier. It's like, they got, 
Yeah, bro, it's Navy Pier. Indoor, outdoor? <laughs> yes. Next to a movie theater? Bro, are you gonna call off out loud every single thing that's in here? That sounds like a white person thing to do. It, it was to a point where he was sounding like a tourist even though he's from here. I was like, bro, you sound like a tourist right now. Normally, that's not an insult, but when you're in your home turf, it kinda is. <laughs> so Jillian's laughing her ass off. So we go into the, right before we go to the garden area of Navy Pier, where they have an indoor dome, a biodome, where it's nothing but gardening and uh, fake water fountains that are meant to shoot up and shoot across another part of the room. It's, it's it, like I said, it's meant to get attention from tourists. And right on the outside of this dome garden is a Ferris wheel. So you could literally see all the way the entire shoreline of Illinois. And you can also, also if you got binoculars, you got the top of the Ferris wheel, you can see um fucking you can see michigan cool why did like all those places always have ferris wheels um gaylord hotel also has yeah, a ferris illinois ferris is actually one of the first places to have a functioning uh ferris wheel dude but anyways um so i'm just like okay bro you keep roller coastering man it's like so then he just says like man i'm sorry i'm really sorry it's just i wanted to have one good day since my dad died and i want that day to be the day man i was like Bro, how bad is it getting with your mom? Like, anytime I bring up college, she tells me I don't have enough money. She doesn't have enough money. She made a new wing of a house. <laughs> when Jillian said that she was considering cosmetology and her mom tried to get her to stay in state, pick places that are in state, I was like, she and he's like, and then Jillian jumps in. Yeah, I told that grody bitch. She's like, oh, I started laughing immediately because I don't know why. I've never heard somebody say that combination of words like grody bitch, but hearing it come out some little helium voice girls, I told that grody bitch. I, I just died laughing, and so did Michael. He's like, I told that grody bitch. I didn't even say I was gonna go out of the state. I'm just trying to find some place that's gonna have the type of techniques I want to learn. I kind of want to do your people hair. I want to learn all the hairs. And I, I laughed just how the sentence sounded. I know what she meant. She wanted to do, well, at the time, she didn't know I was Creole, but she meant she wanted to learn African hair and she wanted to learn all hair textures and thicknesses. Because, well, to be fair, a lot of that shit wasn't taught up until fairly recently. They say they taught people, but what they actually meant was they taught certain kinds of people. And it wasn't necessarily a racism thing. It was just, for some reason, these dumbasses didn't want to go and hire anybody who was of African descent or even look for them to basically be a, a hair model or be a, a test head. I don't know the proper name for them, but I call them a test head for, <laughs> for uh, stylists and training, right? Mm -hmm. They would tell people, Oh, just go to a barbershop program. They're a hairstylist. They should be learning all of it. It shouldn't be separated. It's true. So I don't know how it is now, but I'm just talking about how it was, you know, coming out of the 90s, going into the 2000s with cosmetology or hairstyling, cosmetology training, whatever you want to call it. So if you're really smart, the van students can get out in as early as nine to 10 months. Oh, wow. Yeah, exactly. So it, she wouldn't be going long. But her mom, every day when she wasn't looking at shit in there, are you looking at the internet? And I'm, I'm picturing Jillian doing her voice, which is funny. Are you looking at the internet, sweetie? Oh, Oh, that's YouTube? Huh? Oh, you looking up colleges again? You looking up styling institutes again? <coughs> Excuse me. And I started and choke dead. laughing. And so did Michael. Because we didn't know 
her mother, she could do her mother's accent one-to-one, -one, but also <laughs> her mother's voice is a little bit, you know, normal sounding, very faint, deep, and Jillian's way up here like a guy who just got freshly kicked in the nuts. And it was just funny, the dichotomy and, and uh, of just those two voices. And it, it we just wouldn't stop. So she was like, she tried to ticket me to have a home tutor give me a book to read. Yeah, because you're going to learn everything you need about cosmetology. through. Yeah, yeah, tell them to teach me at home because there wasn't enough money left over. I'm like, the whole program don't even cost 20000 I got 30000 in the bank right the fuck now. And it's just funny, just this little helium white girl talking like this. I was like, and Michael's like, when did you learn to talk like this? I don't know. Blame Zach for that shit. It was like, <laughs> and I just stopped laughing. How the fuck is this my fault? Well, you remember when we was little or like right when you became an adult and how you didn't want me to be your apprentice and I legit wanted to be your apprentice. Like, yeah, why the fuck did you even? And Michael's like, yeah, why the fuck did you even want to be his apprentice? Like, I don't know. He knew a bunch of stuff. He still knows a bunch of stuff. And he didn't want to teach me because, well, he didn't want to come over and deal with mom. I feel like that wasn't a good enough reason. And I just look at her like, that doesn't explain why you're talking like that. Cause I don't talk like that. And it's like, Michael's like, yeah. I was like, well, I mean, I just, I just like to mimic the stuff he watched because he actually watched a lot of action stuff and, uh, you know, uh, MTV stuff back when MTV had some music, not a lot. It was dead at this point too, but it had some and BET. I was like, so me and Michael look at each other. I was like, Hey, Jack, you want to go to the bathroom real quick? Cause when you go to Navy Pier right behind the uh, movie theater, which is like 20 feet from the door, fucking, uh, what is it? Is the bathrooms. I was like, yeah, let's go to the bathroom. When dudes say that out loud, I mean, we about to have a discussion about somebody. So <laughs> Jillian says, they say, oh, you two decided to be gay with each other now. I was like, and I just look at her like, no one says it like that. And Mike peeks his head out the bathroom and, yeah, we not gay, you grody bitch. <laughs> He's like, who you calling the grody bitch? And he just started laughing and I turn around because I don't want to see her, see her see me laughing. And I just walk in the bathroom like, dude, warn me if you're going to fuck with your sister, man. <laughs> so uh, we start talking. I was like, I just asked him. And he, and he cuts me off. He's like, I'm like, bro, is you? And he's like, no, my sister's not a wigger. Not sure if you've heard that term before. <laughs> yes, I have. Michigan's fucking full of them. Anyway. <laughs> I, I, I've seen them. They come up to me like I already know them. And they ask me some stereotypical or racist shit. Oh, my God. So it's not just my perception. I swear to God, I've seen that happen like live in front of me where this is going to sound awful, especially coming from a little white girl. But I just watch them like walk up to random ass black guys and like do like the yo homie thing and stuff from like that seems insulting. <laughs> it's racist. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've seen it happen in front of me. Yeah. So. He's like, no, she's not a wigger. I even gave her a wigger test. I was like. And I, and I completely <laughs> stopped my train of thought, like, what the fuck is a wigger test? What is it? Now, I don't remember what all he said, but here's where the story picks up. I just hear, I just hear, uh, Jillian go, holy shit. Really? Wow. 
So me and Mike look at each other. We shake off, wash our hands. We actually did take time to pee. It's not very often, but when two dudes are at the standing stalls, we may have a conversation. So we come outside and I get out there before Michael and I'm just like, get the fuck out of here. And I'm not being rhetorical. Literally, get the fuck out of here. So Michael comes out. What's wrong? Are you serious? Oh, no. I can only take a wild guess. You already know what yeah. happened, don't you? I can guess. Their mom showed up. But Jesus. guess what? Soccer lady. Jillian was making so much quote-unquote noise, a cop came over. You want to know, <laughs> uh, ma'am, are you okay? Are you being attacked by those two men? <laughs> and then... And then, uh, apparently we come out and the police is motioning to us. And was like, you know what? She finally found a way to get me to not curse her out in public. Cause they know I have no problem cursing in my mind. I would first chance I get, this would have been my first chance, but now there's a cop here, a white cop. Yeah. So now I really can't fuck up, but I can't fix my face cause I'm still super heated. So I try not to say anything. So Michael starts doing the talking. Like, Excuse me, officer. Uh, me and my friends, me, and my sister, and my friend over here, we were trying to have a good day. We finished high school. Nothing's wrong. We're under no form of punishment or anything whatsoever. Also, we're actually adults. And we were having a good day. And we didn't invite her. But she's only here for her. Well, you don't know that. I could have came for Bubba Gumps. And me and the officer started laughing. And I'm going to just uh, <laughs> clarify why that Bubba Gump statement is funny. It's not just because of her accent. There is an actual restaurant mainstay that's been surviving in Navy Pier. Like, it's the first place you're going to see to the right. The entire right corner of the building before you get to the food court is Bubba Gump. And you can see the shoreline and everything, right? And <laughs> just her saying the word Bubba Gump, seafood restaurant, fucking hilarious. <laughs> so then Jillian's like, ain't no way in hell. You came for some bubble gums when you know you've never even, I've never even seen you eat shrimp. So Michael's like, yeah, I mean, even when we went to Red Lobster, you got like some type of pasta thing and you told them to take shrimp out. Well, you can't prove that. So now at this point, me and the police officer have recovered a little bit. So he's like, yes, officer, as I was saying, uh, this man right here is kidnapping my children. I was like, the fuck did you just say? So they look at them and they just start yelling at us like, and the cops are like, hey, y'all gonna calm the fuck down. And they're like, and Michael and Jillian like, yes, officer. And I was like, oh, y'all said that in sync. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, that, that actually does happen sometimes. I'm not sure if that's planned or not. But it's like, uh, just so we're clear, I was not coming over here because she called me. I was coming over here because there was a potential noise disturbance involving four little words in this direct area. And I saw... <laughs> This young lady yelling at, I'm assuming you're their mother. Yes, yes, officer. Yes, I am. Their loving and caring mother. Except for his. I'm not his mother. <laughs> the first, that's like a huge compliment in that situation. Fuck, <laughs> yes. God, I'm so angry because like this lady sounds a lot like my mom. Yeah, seriously. Luckily, my mom wasn't literally this insane, but she was manipulative. Oh, they both pissed me off the same way, which is the uh, random part. Assumptions made and fucking lying on to the police, threatening to lie to the police about me. I was like, yeah, you're right. Do, do you understand? Like, it's like this. Like, and this is one thing I've been trying to teach them. I'm like, you don't understand that when y'all cross a line, 
and the dude's just in his feelings, you didn't really cross a line. Because if you were a guy and you crossed the line, you would be, you would have your face broken in. She's doing shit that I would break a face in for. You're trying to get me arrested and I fully understand the dangers and the depth of damage done to me as a person if arrested. Doesn't matter if I'm guilty or innocent. I know because I'm not, I'm not fucking white. And one day half of you will remember that. But I'm just like, I have a balled up fist and I'm looking at it. My face is turning red. I'm Twix to Nutella colored. And my face is turn, turning red. So you know I'm like legitimately pissed. But I know, yeah. and she knows, I'm not about to do shit while that cop's there. But he immediately turns her frown upside down. Right? So, what he does is, fucking, um, what he does is he goes, and he decides, quite literally, to tell her, ma'am, look at me. Do you understand that trying to get me to falsely arrest somebody in itself is a crime I can arrest you for. Mm. I never smiled so hard in my life. I had a <laughs> smile. I didn't see it, but I could feel it. I had a smile so hard. It was actually slightly uh, blocking my own view from the bottom. Like it was obstructing my own eyesight a little bit. I had this Cheshire cat, Alice in Wonderland smile on my face. And Michael's just like, <laughs> And I was, and, and Jill's like, well, I don't see the problem, officer. I mean, you can go ahead and take her if you really want to. You have, we all heard her say it. You heard her say it, Zach? <laughs> yeah. Michael, you heard her say it? Yeah. <laughs> and we look at you like, did you just, did we just do the reverse of each other's laugh just now? I was like, okay, whatever. And, and the cop was like, look. I don't like to get into the middle of family disputes. And both of them do the most teenager thing you can do. They make that sound when you suck in your teeth like, I don't know if that'll pick, be picked up in the mic or not. It did. <laughs> then they rolled their eyes in the back of their head, looked behind them, didn't move, and then looked back from, looked back in front of them was like, but listen, ma'am, I want you to know something. This is not a place where you want to make a habit of trying to get somebody falsely arrested or lying to the police. I don't know what's going on. She's stalking us. It was like, you live with her. She's your mother. Trying to get that held up is something that's kind of hard to do. We're grown, though. Do you live with her still? Yeah. Well, you see what I mean? Did you give her information on where you were going? Yeah. Okay, then. But I will say this, ma'am. You said you were going to Bubba Gump's, correct? Yes. Okay. Are you going anywhere else today? Well, I was just going to follow them around and we all said no. <laughs> like, okay, these adults have made it clear. They do not want you in their imminent presence. You will not be barred from this property or any of the facilities, but I'm going to have to ask you to stay at least 20 to 30 feet away from it at all times. That seems a little bit excessive. Ma'am, you followed them here. It's not excessive. Bubble Gums is right this way. You want me to help you get there? Yeah, where is it? It's literally, and then Michael goes, it's literally the right, the right of the building when you come through the front door. Oh, well, I guess I'll go get me a plate. You can go now, officer. Run along. Wait, did she say that to the officer? Yes. Jesus. Fuck, lady. And I'm just like, excuse me. I was like, hey, so I grabbed Michael and Jillian and now he's like, he's actually chastising her. Right. I was like, come this way. Now, here's something that people don't realize 
every single garage door, every single garage entrance to Navy Pier, there's no wall separating them. There's just pillars. So you can go through the garage of Navy Pier to park garage parking, and you can walk maybe uh, 40 feet, 100 feet, and you can go through the door, and it'll just be a different section of Navy Pier you can come in through. So we're going to make sure we lose track of her. Oh, yeah. Right. So I was like, okay, here's going to happen. Okay. We went in through the left. We went out the left side. So she's going to think we're out to the left, but it's really just parking garage. Now we're going to come in through the middle of this place, the literal middle, and we're going to go all the way to the right. So now we're basically making a staircase and we're going to go and look at the boats and I'm going to take you guys to the giant anchor. And for some reason, this weirdly placed three-dimensional vending machine. It's weird. Even as an animation teacher, you would think it's out of place. They have a vending machine all the way tucked in the back near the anchor. And it's the only one in the building like that. Past two other restaurants. Navy Pier, hey, Navy Pier, get that money. Past two other restaurants. And anytime you select an item, it'll load up a three-dimensional version of the object, which you can rotate for some odd reason. Here's the weird part, though. My friends always want to see it. It's just a vending machine. But for some reason, it, it just, it entrances people. I want to see it too. It seems weird. Especially you call as a weird out of place thing. Of course you want to see it. Excuse me. Well, uh, I strongly suggest wearing sneakers because I'm not going to walk slow because you're in <laughs> heels or something. Um. Oh, and if you dress up in Lolita, let me know in advance so I don't wear glasses. If you dress in anything even remotely out of the normal, tourists will take pictures of you. And I know how much you love attention. So. Exactly. Fuck you. So, uh. They was like, huh, hey, it's kind of funny. We go mess around with the anchor. And I'm just like, hey, you guys, you think she's going? Now, we don't know. But see, here's the thing. Navy Pier is shaped somewhat triangular. Or at least it's shaped like um, a rectangle, but it's got soft, rounded edges like an oval on top. So if you go all the way to the end of Navy Pier and you look to all the way to the left, you can see almost down to the entrance outside. So I was like, okay, okay I don't see her. But I don't remember what she was wearing because I was looking her dead in the eyes because I just wanted another reason to hate her. I don't remember what she was wearing. So me, so Michael looks over there too. I was like, nah, I don't see her. Oh, no, wait. There she is. Yeah, she's running towards us. That's how your mom runs? Yeah, I wouldn't call it running. It's more like fat hopping. It's like, <laughs> huh. I've heard the term, but I didn't have a visual image for it. And now you do. Well, she's not going to catch us because uh, based on her speed, it's going to take her 10 minutes to get here. And it took us like four. It's like, hey, yeah, you want to go to the second floor and then literally go right past her and she doesn't see us because the second floor is where the Ferris wheel is. Okay. I shit you not. We casually walked. We casually walked. Then we came in the opposite side of the garden. So we came in through the back. Um, I think, well, I don't have them on my phone anymore, but... It's on Google, Navy Pier Garden House. I think that's what it's called. Navy Pier Garden House. Yeah. So we literally just, and you can see the Ferris wheel in the background. We opened the back door to this area, which I you can see in the pick dump section now. Okay. And we walked past her, took pictures. We even sat down and chilled and, took, and uh, just started talking about random shit. That's that? pretty. Yeah, some people even rent it out uh, for um, weddings or special events. 
I believe it. Yeah. And they take over those plants year round. So you could see those Florida, California looking palm trees and shit in December if you want it. Mm-hmm. And it's all indoors. Oh, look, a proposal picture. Aww. That sounds wrong when you say it. Yeah. And we walk past it. We laugh. So now we decided to get on the Ferris wheel because apparently those two had never been on a Ferris wheel. We didn't plan on it, but they'd never been on a Ferris wheel. I was like, seriously? That's like childhood staple. Yeah, right. well, dad wanted to go and take us to a fair, but mom wanted to stay at home and dad just did what she said. So mm. we're in one of those two seaters. So it's two seats on both sides and it's in a container. So you don't have to worry about the elements. In my opinion, the best kind. However, I will acknowledge sometimes they don't clean the windows or people put their fingers and hands on it all the time. So by the time you get in there, you can't really see shit that's not blurry. Yeah. I hate that. I just goes. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so, all right. So what exactly happened with your dad? And that's when they told me what I told you earlier. He died from an STD, but he claimed he never cheated. Now, we know it is possible to get an STD without, you know, cheating. However, mm -hmm. there's a few different kinds and he wasn't tested in a way where it could be determined if it was from another person or because of a hygiene dysfunction during sex. Mm -hmm. And they're conflicted about it and they think that's what really set their mom off. But even before that, their dad was a complete and total, oh, well, ooh, shit, had to catch myself. You wouldn't like it if I used that word, but oh man, it would so fit and I think it'd be funny. Um, Were you about to say like pussy whipped or something? I was going to give it a shorter name, but anyways, um, so. What's the shorter name for that? Enlighten me. I would love to normally, but you going to give me shit. And well, the thing about you chastising me is besides the fact that in this dimension, that is not a possibility in this frame of reality. I'm one of those people that laughs when someone tries to chastise them who can't strike fear into them, which encourages people like you to get angry or to try more shit. Maybe one day, 10 years down the line, I'll tell you what word I was thinking of at this moment in time, but you and I both know you won't remember this. So anyways, um, well, okay. Well, real quick though, how many fucks do you think I get? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just over the years. I get zero fucks. Even if you use the C word, oh, I couldn't care less. Fucked up. You think I'm doing curse words. So anyways, and I was like, okay, so. The problem is, is the curiosity. You bitch. I know, but remember, your memory is ass. There's three things that have happened in the life story or podcast I don't want you finding or remembering, and you said you would find or remember, and you don't, and I'm happy with that. This is just number four. So, I we start Googling shit. We're looking at shit, and I don't know why this is turning into a let's play sex detective, but we was like, okay, we all had different shit on our phones. I was like, hey, did your mother have constant UTIs UTI and Jillian's like urinary tract infection y'all can get those I was like Michael did you not have sex ed mm -hmm. that's the weird part I didn't get sex ed but they gave it to Jillian and Jillian's like yeah that's some bullshit and me and Michael <laughs> look at each other and start laughing like what what's wrong with y'all like Jillian listen 
I'm not saying you have to talk like a white woman, because first off, that implies white women only speak one way, and that's an offensive stereotype. But listen, anything you say that sounds remotely, I don't want to say black, because I know that that in itself is a stereotype. Michael says, urban, like urban. Oh, yeah, that's the new code word when people who are racist or who don't know if they're going to say something racist want to say something that a lot of African Americans or minorities do. Huh? I didn't know that. He's right, though. But I didn't know that at the time. Like, when you say something that would count as urban dialect or urban accent and slang, it's always going to be funny. Why? Because I'm a white girl? It's like, actually, yeah, it really is. It's like, well, is it bad? It's like, I'm, I think it's dependent on the person and their perception of you. Back on UTI, I think it's like, UTI? I was like, are you going to sit here and actually look up sex head stuff? And I was like, I mean, wouldn't you? Not in a fucking Ferris wheel, bro. I was like, all right, well, you know, maybe another day or something. Yeah, just not in Navy Pier. Jill's and Jillian's <laughs> agreeing with me. So me and Jillian basically try to surmise or figure out that more than likely, mommy was dirty in some way, shape, or form, or wasn't keeping good upkeep. Because even if dad was causing a UTI, or he could have been causing a UTI, she would have them even without him fucking even without him fucking her. So if she was getting them that way, she could have had a yeast infection, all of the types of shit. There's more than one way to get a UTI. One of the most common ways, though, is sex and lack of hygiene for the crotch. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, we'll uh, talk about this later. You guys figure some shit out. I don't want to hear about your mom's grody coochie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, and Mike's like, I think grody's going to become a thing in the future. Like, yeah, me too. We were wrong. <laughs> I think... I think it had a small, like, peak where people were saying it more often. Because I remember hearing Grody more often, but it didn't last long. Not nearly like these things. Mm. Want to hear something scary? Mm. Google can tell you the popularity of words by the generation. All right. So, the way it worked out is, uh, fucking, the way it worked out is they started talking and mumbling a little bit. I took some pictures and shit. And... I'm standing around like, man, hey, come come look at this. Because we got that at a very, very unique time. I'm pretty sure you know what a skyline picture is, right? Mm -hmm. And none of the good ones are about Detroit. But as you know, Chicago and New York City's skylines are some of the most frequently looked at skylines literally ever. Right? We were so high up that we could see time transitioning into the evening tonight and as you know oh. the city lights get beautiful at night yeah i love those kind of like views and looks those like they they purposely stop using bright white lights and put in fluorescence and then when they told them no we're going to use the other lights they put in a screen over them so it still shows up fluorescently mm -hmm. and we could just see all the buildings the lights on the top of them going off the sears tower yes i said sears tower i don't know nobody named willis literally <laughs> And we saw all this, like, bro, got pictures of this. I'm like, oh, that's right. Hey, Jillian, you got a, you got a camera on your phone. I'm like, hell yeah, I do. And that one was less funny. It just sounded funny because she sounded like masculine as fuck. And remember, this is when some of that shit was expensive. Not new, but still expensive. So mm -hmm. we was just like, just taking pictures like, oh, go this angle, get this angle. So I was like, get down, get down, get down. I was like, what's wrong? Your mom saw me. But I don't think she saw you guys. 
So they're just like, man, this is some fucking bullshit. Michael's turning red in the face. And I and we get to the bottom of uh, the Ferris wheel. Here's how lucky we got. She took so long to run and get up the staircase. By the time she got there, she was completely winded. She's, she's like, hey, I just want to talk. You just did. See ya. We don't even run. We literally just walked through that uh, forest garden I told you about. And we go through the forest garden. And uh, fucking the forest garden is like maybe, at least from start to finish, it's about 100 feet long. I'm tall. Well, I'm getting tall at this point. At this time, I have not achieved the rank of six foot. But I'm close. So... We don't even really run. We just lightly jog through it. And 15 seconds later, we're on the other side of it. She hasn't even touched the door to the garden yet. She was like, oh, so you guys want to dip out? And dip out? And I was like, nah, I want to see a movie. It was like, mm, okay. So we walk down, go around the corner to the movie. And I go and I go to the dude at the front desk. Like, hey, listen, a fat old lady comes through here asking for all three of us. Oh, I saw, bro. Don't worry. Yeah, tell her we went. Oh, bro, I'm going to tell her you went to the parking garage all the way in the back. That parking garage is like the, the final section is like almost a mile and a half away from the front door. I was like, thanks, man. <laughs> nice. And here's the thing. The a the movie theater in Navy Pier, IMAX. Oh, nice. Yup. So we went in there. We watched it. And we left. And... They don't feel like going to the third place because they realize their mom has the entire schedule. So we come back to my place a little bit, play some motherfucking Smash Bros. Then they go home. <laughs> and I said, and I just said, hey, real talk. Did, did y'all actually have fun though? I was like, hell yeah, we got to piss off mom. We literally could have <laughs> rolled around and be covered in ass and dirt and we would have still had fun. I was like, hey, I'm glad, man. Also, fuck your mama. Yeah, fuck our mama. And I'm not doing that for hyperbole. We actually said that. It's funny now, but that actually happened. I believe it. I've had similar conversations. So, um, they call me back the next day. It's like, hey, Zach, uh, have you seen my mom's like, if I saw your mom, do you really, really think it would end over a phone call or in a hospital or a courtroom? Your mom is going out of her way at least eight years of my life to try to get me to cross that line of striking a woman. I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. Like, he didn't even argue with me. He was like, yeah, that's true. So, my dad overheard this conversation. And he was like, hey, boy, come here. What's up? I didn't teach you to beat women. And neither did your mother. I didn't beat a woman. You got somebody pissing you off and calling you out your name and shit? Yeah. Well, normally you the type to ask them not to once and then use other methods after that. Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm not really complimenting you, boy, but I'm not going to tell you you ain't got to defend yourself in this world. Am I, am I in trouble? I didn't say he was in trouble. But I do want to know who it is you thinking about hitting and why. 
if it's a woman. Yeah, this just got deep. Mm. So, I, I give him a history of shit that went down. Now, I don't remember what all my dad said. But my dad is, well, he's country, but he's not. He got out of the South. I don't know if you heard of the Great Migration. You can even Google it. But basically, common sense, it's a common sense situation that somehow baffles Caucasian people repeatedly unless you're a historian or maybe just an ethics professor because common sense ain't common when ethnicities are involved um there have been people cataloging the massive amount of migration of minorities into northern states a lot of people love southern aesthetic like as you see in michigan that we are the south of the north people fucking love the idea of being country i don't get it so i'm gonna piss off a lot of basic ass bitches that way yes i'm calling you guys basic fuck off they are God, everyone loves Southern aesthetic. I do not. <laughs> I was even in Texas and in Arkansas and I got real Southern aesthetic. It was decent. Didn't like it still. My dad's like, okay, you can say what you're saying, but listen, you might want to have stuff like that stay in your head because people misinterpret that as something you're going to literally do versus it's true. hyperbolic. Which is, which is which is so annoying because I'm a guy and I don't understand where the cutoff is. You and I both know if someone says, I'm going to kick your ass, they're probably going to punch you if, they, if you get into a fight. They're not literally mm-hmm. going to wait for you to turn around or turn you around and literally kick you in the ass. Mm-hmm. But if a guy says, I swear to God, I want to beat that girl's ass. Whoa, 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 bro. Hey, we don't beat women's like, I didn't, I'm not being literal. It's not double standards, not the right word, but it's definitely this thing. It may be, but it's like this thing when people want to pick and choose. It's like the Karen thing going on now. They pick and choose the right words and scenarios to benefit themselves or may or demonize somebody else. So even though you are just expressing your frustration or expressing your anger through words, they take those words as literal, even though. Yeah, again, you're not actually doing the physical action. It's, and and it, it gives some money because it's only when it involves male to female violence. If it was flipped, no one even remotely reacts. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to just say that right now for anyone who may be saying, like, no, I have not beaten the shit out of a woman. And it had nothing to do with my parents raising me not to do it. The first thing to me is like, look, it's probably not worth it. You need to learn to walk away on some level if they're not trying to directly assault you. And if you honestly think it is life or death, we want you to come home. I only have three women ever come at me with a weapon. But here's the weird part. I couldn't muster, like, I couldn't muster destruction key. I couldn't bring myself to hakai them out of existence. Not because, oh, they're a girl, I feel bad. No, it's like, the incident wasn't making me angry. And they were trying to literally kill me. So I took off my book bag and I just kept smacking them in the face with it. Anyways. Um, my dad is like, that's fucked up. I didn't know you was going through that. And she has some type of issue that has nothing to do with you, but she going to take it out of you. It might be one of those cases of, uh, what do y'all call that stuff? When, uh, oh, when, uh, the girl decided that all men are evil and shit because one guy pissed her off or other guys who oh, aren't yeah. pissed them off. Yeah. What, do you, what is there a name for that now? I don't remember. There probably is a name for it. I don't know it. Well, I'm, I'm not asking you. My dad was asking me. And I was like, D- yeah, yeah, I don't fucking know, man. But they're definitely a thing. Yeah, they've been around, uh, shit, probably 
before I was born. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that, that might have been. What were dinosaurs like? Because for those who don't remember, um, my dad had a disturbingly youthful appearance, which is why he was able to pull down my mom. No, he didn't be act like some pimp or, you know, got suave ladies, man, even though ironically he was on an accident, according to him. Um, no, they started dating and they didn't think to ask each other's age until they was like five years into the relationship or something. But my dad looked like he was 40 when he was 60. Nice. Good for him. Yeah. Um, so I, he's like, yeah, fuck you boy. He didn't say those words. He's like, get the fuck out of here or something like that. And I just walked off and laughed. So the next day, another day passes. So now it's two days. So Jillian comes like, hey, Zach's, listen, where did you see mom go off to on after the Ferris wheel incident? It's like, I didn't. She, I saw her still heavy breathing when we got to the, uh, outside of the garden. So that was the last I saw her. Like, also, Michael asked me about where she was yesterday. What's the issue? And then the door opens in the background. like, Oh, uh, actually nothing. Uh, mom just got here. I'll, I'll call you back. Cause I'm like, okay. A week rolls by and it's about to be the weekend. So I call up Mike and Jill. And I was like, Hey, about to do, I left a voicemail. Hey, about to try to do some stuff. You know, do you guys want to come? Cause y'all got the biggest cars. <laughs> also, <laughs> we like you as people, you know? And they was like, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure I'm in the mood. It's like, okay, what's going on? I got a weird call from you and then Jillian last week. What's what's happening? Mom is terminal. HIV or something like that. I don't remember what it was, but she was going. I was like, oh shit. I can't muster up any pretend, well, your mother was a good person, bullshit energy, but I have a, a fallback plan in case I feel, I, in case I'm in a position where I have to say something, but I know I don't want to lie. Hey, listen, man, it's going to suck at first, but I'm sure your parents are going to leave behind some strong children. I, and he said, I appreciate you trying to say something nice about my mom. She did make some strong children. Although we didn't get strong the way that we would have liked. It was like, yeah, but... And I told him, we had a nice little conversation about... We know that just as children at this point in time... Because you got to remember, at this point in time... Most of our life has been childhood. Even to this day, you and me... Most of our life has still been our childhood. That's not going to change till we're both 36. Yep. Or really, technically 37. So you got 10 years. Um. Most... And I, I told him, point blank... Uh. When we had a discussion, like, listen, I think the reason we got along with you so well when we was, was because you already had some level of self-esteem and shit. I'm like, well, shit, where is this coming from? I was like, I don't know, man. I just, I, I just want to talk. I don't want to talk to her. I don't want to go to the hospital to see her. Jillian's with her. I don't want to be there because she still won't shut up and she keeps trying to get us to stay there and not leave. And it's just, it's, 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 it's pulling me in two directions. I want to stay there and comfort her. But when I get there, anytime we do anything, go to the bathroom, go to the cafeteria to get something for her. She will chastise the other or text and call us and say, why are you leaving? You need to leave, blah, 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 blah. And when I come home, I feel at peace and quiet, but then I instantly start feeling bad about it because I'm alone. 
and he was he was just in his feelings i don't remember the rest of it It was like but it boiled down to we realize that two common ways children get strong or have decent self-esteem ironically it's because they face some type of physical or psychological abuse as children and they had a system to learn how to get stronger or their parents instill them and force them to learn higher self-esteem and self-worth and shit. And then we realized we're unique situations, but we didn't know why we were both unique situations. Cause I called off how I think and why I think he's him and his sister are as strong willed as they are. No anxiety problems, thoughts of depression and, even though their childhood wasn't the best, it was good for the most part. They had money. Mm-hmm. And they talk about me. It was like, well, my parents are the definition of middle class, not too low, not too high. And even if we go low, we never go into impo- in poverty. We always go either low middle class or just middle middle class. And that they didn't like abuse me psychologically and shit like that. But yet I have the fortitude or so they claim of someone who would have gone through what they went through or worse. And I was like, dude, I actually, I mean, this is the first I'm hearing about at this time. It was the first I'm hearing about anybody describe me or at least my self-esteem in that way. And he was trying to, how are you like this without being an egotistical Kanye West bitch? And I was like, yeah, I'm really starting to not like that guy. Boy, did that grow over time. Yeah. So, and he was like, well, I don't know, man, but, you know, if you want to talk or something, like, yeah, I know I'm going to hit you up, right? So, uh, eventually, she comes back home. We talk on and off, me, Jillian, and uh, Michael. And eventually, they have a giant sleepover because mom is not in control of the house. And I'm there to do prep work. This is like the last time, or I guess maybe the first time, an adult sleepover happened. For them, at least, because after this point, they do eventually end up moving to different places. So it was like a bunch of people I've known. I barely knew some of their family members. And that was like 10 people at one point. And we had so much space. Nobody was crowded. That's nice. (laughs) Hell yeah. Bro, put it this way. In order to get into their zip code, you basically have to know a passcode to the front gate. One of those places. Lee and I, when we went to Texas, we did a, we moved into a gated community uh, because we were a little bit worried about uh, the area. And the gate was broken for, I think, like two of the four months we were there. Just random. Yeah, we'll spin back to Texas later. This video is going to be already long to edit anyway. Um, So, not that I'm mad about it, but um, especially with this new ass rig. And... I got to talk, meet some of his family members who I I never physically saw again, but they decided to find me on Facebook because, I don't know, we were just enjoying each other's company and shit. I think, well, you of all people know better than everybody. uh, You can meet somebody one time or you can talk to somebody in person one time and eventually get to know them or grow to respect them through social media. Mm Mm-hmm. However, it's a one-sided respect. I don't respect you. But thanks for all that respect you give me. So anyways. He thinks he's talking about himself. That was almost a good one. So. It was good to me. I'm happy. 
Yeah, well, I mean, any rebuttal is better than no rebuttal unless it's really dumb, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, me and him sit down and I just tell him, hey, listen, what is y'all game plan after this? Well, we're going to save up the money, you know, from dad still. Because, you know, everybody's getting ready to leave, but I'm in the state. So I'm helping them feel less teary-eyed and shit. Because for a lot of the people who came, that was the last time they were going to see their mother. Some people had fights because unresolved issues got resolved. All other types of shit. I am not involved in that. So when people got done, I would be like, hey, you okay, bro? Hey, psst, white girl. Uh, you need some banana bread? And that's, I guess, how the attachment of respecting me or liking me came in for them. They didn't just like me because Michael and Jillian vouched for me. It was because I was like, what happened? Are you okay? Blah, 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 blah. And it basically boiled down to, it's not your fault. Megan's a bitch. It's not your fault, white lady. Megan is like super cringy and grody, you know, over and over again. Basically, I was validating that Megan's difference of opinion is not a difference of opinion. She's just a bitch. Being fair, that does make people feel better. She That and she kept trying to cut people down, chastise them, or any time someone, uh, more than three or four people would leave to go do a group activity, like just grocery shop, she felt like she had to be there. Her ass can barely get to a car now. They delivered a, ox a portable oxygen tank, but she doesn't even want to work out to get the arm strength to use the damn thing, so she got to wear the shit like a damn backpack until she sit Jesus down. Christ. She got to wear it in the front. I'm just like, man, I am enjoying all of this, but I know I can't <laughs> say anything. So I don't start shit with her. I avoid her. I don't say nothing to her. Now, I tell him about the life insurance shit, and I was like, well, how much of your dad's stuff do you have? I mean, I understand if you don't want to talk about it. I know how people are running. Bro, we got like 120000 each. No taxes between us left. It's like, okay. Well, here's the real thing, though. You want to go to college, and the colleges you like are never in this state. So if y'all can't keep the house or if you need to sell the house, we don't know how to do that. It's like, well, look, I, I can... I can figure it out for you. It's not that hard, but I'm saying, do you know if you want to? And they both look at me. Yes. I was like, mm -hmm. damn, did she make y'all hate the house? I mean, no, but it's not like this place has sentimental value. It was like, you grew up here. It's like, no, we didn't. You didn't? Bro, you remember how you would be visiting us sometimes in the summer on summer breaks and shit in our dad's place? After the divorce, like, yeah, that was the house we grew up in. Mom got this place after the divorce. Like, how much money does your dad have? And he was like, dude, we don't actually know. He was like, what was his job? And they just look at each other. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Is this some secret? Was he like a mafiosa guy or something? It's like, Jim's like, yeah, we f I figured you realize it. And Mike's like, no, you fucking idiot. We just didn't think to ask. We didn't care. Dad was just dad. It's like, I mean, I would at least ask, but th that's something we touched on earlier too. People don't realize it, but a lot of children will not ask about their own origins past their parents unless they're forced, they're at a family reunion, or they have a curious nature. So we're back to telling them, 
I'm probably gonna cut out a lot of these tangents though. So we're back to telling That's them. Okay. No, it's fine. It's like, hey, look, you enjoyed it, but hey, the audience didn't come for that. They came what's in the title in the description. Okay, so I tell them like, look, I can I'm pretty sure I can help you figure out how to sell this place. Just remember, split the money, don't be selfish, greedy, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, why y'all mad at me? He's like, no, it's just, everyone's been saying that this whole time. You know I enjoy and I thoroughly love, you love me? Picking on my sister. Oh my God, bitch. First time I heard that, by the way. And I mean, he's like, man, that that's funny. That should be your catchphrase. Like, no, it's not. That sounds, that sounds too, and Michael's like, white? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like. It is pretty white. <laughs> Jillian, Jillian, what color is your skin again? You know what I mean. And Michael's like, actually, I don't actually know what you mean this time. So I'm like, anyways, drop it. Look, I'm glad your family's telling y'all to not be divided, you know. And apparently their uncle, one of their uncles uh, agreed to let Michael stay with him if he goes to college near their state because they missed him and shit like that. And, uh, you know, his cousins, little cousins love him. And Jillian's like, yeah, I'm going to be lonely. He's like, well, you, we can we can get the house figured out now. And I'm like, you know, Jillian, I'll, I'll visit you and, and stuff. And you got friends here. It's like. Well, yeah, but it's just different. I was like, oh, well, you'll be living without your family for the first time and you're losing a mother. I mean, I don't really necessarily miss her. And she starts getting more tears. I was like, listen, your mother had good parts and bad parts about herself. But it's okay to say you're going to miss the good parts. You don't have to miss the bad parts. I'm not dead yet. I'm still here. I can hear y'all. Oh, dear. She's at the stop of the staircase. Apparently, it's taking her 10 minutes to figure out how to walk downstairs. Oh, Jesus. And, and, and Zach and Michael stop me like, Zach, 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 it's okay. I don't care why the fuck you came down here, but if you're going to be down here, don't piss off Zach's. I didn't say I was going to do anything. Don't piss off Zach's. That's not a proper response. Don't piss off Zach's. Now Jillian's saying it. Okay then. <laughs> so she goes and sits in the lazy boy, not on the couch where we're sitting, like we were gonna let her. And we just keep going. So look, there are some choices and options. There's a lot of companies, blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah, there's that Ugg place, cause you know, Ugg buys ugly houses. And mom's like, I didn't raise y'all in an ugly house. So they just look at her <laughs> and she doesn't say shit. I don't know what's going on right now, but I keep going like, listen, I'll figure some stuff out in a two days, uh, in a few days. And if you guys need any help with anything in the future, just let me know. Now I'm looking at Jillian and Michael, right? And in the back, she says, well, we got some piping issues. Hey, I'll catch you guys later. And I just walk out the door really fast. I'm like, uh, she is not going to get me serving her while she's dying. Fuck out of here. No. But I do eventually come back. Cause it's like, Hey, actually, uh, the toilet seems to leak and the basement's fucked up. I was like, well, that's not something that's going to be too serious. So I asked my dad, hey, you know anything about pipes? He's like, yeah, what's going on? Blah, 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 pipes. He's like, oh, well, you should probably have whoever these people are, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I got a wrench. I'll go do it myself. I was like, okay, but, you know, close your mouth when you're working on pipes. You don't want to <laughs> get that water in you. I was like, hell no. <laughs> Actually, good to know, because don't get me wrong. I wasn't expecting to just have my mouth hanging open while I'm fixing with pipes. So I get there. Julian and Michael ain't there. I was like, oh, hey, I just wanted to talk. I know I sent that text message on Jillian's phone when she was asleep, but. And I just walk off and I and, and I walk off going to the basement. I come back up. 
which pipe is the fucked up pipe? Because I didn't know which pipe was the fucked up pipe. Uh, he's like, oh, it's the one that's like directly connected to the radiator or something, blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay, don't do anything in the bathrooms. I'm about to shut off the entire water supply for the house. Right? I have not fixed anything before that involves piping. But apparently, I was good at it. So I was, I'm sitting up here doing it, and then eventually she just starts crying really loud. <laughs> but it's kind of funny because when she cries, she eventually runs out of no, uh, breath. Her whole face turns red. Then she has to inhale and repeat the entire process. It's hilarious to look at. Jeez. <laughs> children cry oh what type of kids you've been around go back upstairs i'm gonna go upstairs so i get upstairs in 40 seconds and then five minutes later she gets upstairs so i caught well i'm on the phone like, hey jillian uh your mom took your phone texted me in secret no she didn't try to kill me which she actually did ask me that and i told her apparently the pipe issue was a, a, a serious thing and I just came over and fixed it. She couldn't figure out how to get me to fix it on the cheap. I'm like, she could have called a plumber. I was like, yeah, I know. You guys have money. Exactly. He's like, yeah, I don't I don't know what the problem is. She keeps trying to talk to me about something. I don't know, but I'm getting ready to leave. So if she said I did anything to her, I didn't. I'm about to leave. Okay, well, uh, we're going to head back now. We were just at this Tasty Freeze place you told us about. I was like, because like, it's not a far drive for us. For them, it's six minutes. For me, it's about 30 minutes. I took the bus. I was like, okay, fine. So... Mom comes back. They're not selling the house. It's like, okay, well, good on them. I was like, I don't know anything about it. I didn't ask about it. Don't let them sell my house. It's like, excuse me? They listen to you. You want me to convince them not to sell a house they don't want or can't afford or won't be able to run or manage? They can afford the house. It's paid off. Well, it's half paid off. Half paid off. How much is left? Uh, about 100000 so they got 240000 between them. You want them to spend half of their collective or one person spend all their money on the remainder of this house, plus property taxes, plus maintenance fees. And they're not even going to be here for it because they're probably going to go to school outside of the state. And they also still have their dad's house in their name. I'm supposed to be helping them unboard it and come through with their family members and cousins and shit to help fix stuff and clean stuff. They don't need his house. My house is the only one that they're going to need. <gasps> and tell them to sell that house. <gasps> uh, ma'am? Are you out of air? No. I accidentally pinched my uh, oxygen cable. I was like, oh, good. Because if you die here, they're going to blame me for it. Hmm. I, I was, I, I literally felt like a, so, uh, uh, somebody, a heart, uh, uh, a weight came off my heart. Because I was like, they are going to blame me for this. I was like, yeah, okay, so here's what's going to happen. I'm going to do the exact opposite of everything you said, or your children were already going to do it. Also, fuck you, fuck your house, fuck your oxygen. I'm not going to go into everything I said, but I unloaded everything onto them. And I mentioned, as long as I've known you, you kept trying to manipulate, and I don't know that they've walked in the house at this point. Because remember, it took her five minutes to get up the stairs, and it's a six-minute drive for them. And we just started talking and she takes forever. 
So I told him, so they heard me come in with, as long as I've known you've done nothing but cut these children down anytime they not even had a dream, they had a realistic goal. You literally stopped your son from continuing to learn the gift and the joys of the guitar and music because it was his father's guitar? Because he stopped liking you? Because he didn't want to pretend to live with you after y'all got the divorce because he couldn't stand you? He literally hated you so much he gave you the entirety of the house. Got his own house. Didn't even fight for it. Just so he could make sure there was no reason or excuse why he couldn't see his kids when he wanted to see his kids. And he didn't do nothing to you on purpose. You initiated every terrible thing that happened to those children primarily. You literally told your own son College would cost him too much money because if he failed even one time, he could be sent back. Made up all types of shit because you ain't been to college. I know you because you a stupid piece of shit. <laughs> Made up all this shit. Told them all these lies I've had to try to deprogram them for. I had a conversation the day after he found out you were dying with Michael about what life is really like as a true adult or trying to get to true adulthood. Tell him all types of shit that I could... I could fix for him. He literally made a joke about, oh, so I'm basically kind of your pseudo apprentice. Ha 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 ha. Don't tell Jillian. She gonna get mad. Basically shit I've been telling you that you don't remember, but luckily I always make sure there's a link for so I don't have to repeat myself six years down the line when it's gonna be important. And I'm just like, fucking, I caught off so much shit he didn't know that basic people his own age group knew about. You act like you were born or they were born in a rural area and don't know how shit worked. The problem is you don't want them to be fucking happy because almost all of their happiness is rooted in the memories or things that remind you of their dad or that remind them of their dad. I don't fucking know. I don't care. But listen to me. You are scum. And when you are in the ground, you will finally be where you belong with dirt and the fucking worms. I do not respect you. The main reason I don't call you by your name is because you want me to do it. Fuck M, fuck E, fuck G, fuck A, and N is a piece of shit. I don't care what your middle name is. Fuck everything about you except your children. You literally lowered your own life insurance policy. So it might increase the odds of them buying this house, which you're not even going to be here for. Why do you even care about this fucking house? It's the only nice thing I have. Obviously not if you're still making payments on it. And she starts mm -hmm. crying again. And I got creeped out. Jillian runs up on the couch, hugs me from behind. Didn't know it was her. Yeah, that'd be kind of scary if you don't know. Jillian's happy, but I think Mike's mad I roasted his mama. No, he was trying to fight back tears of joy. And was like, quit being a little bitch and hiding your emotions. I'm not a little bitch. You're just a giant skank. Oh my God. <sighs> bitch. I was like, and now I'm, I'm laughing and I was like, I'm sorry. I know laughter isn't appropriate, but that was really funny for some reason. I don't know. Oh my God, bitch. It's just funny to me. <laughs> I think it's the way it's said. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It was like a valley girl element to that shit. So. Oh, there is for sure. Yeah. So I was just like, uh, hey, Mike, we cool yeah man we'll listen man i don't care if it's 40 years from now we'll never not be cool so now i'm getting a little choked up but i'm me so i'm just like okay if i slightly bite my tongue i'm not gonna have a tear come down or get that weird cry mumbly thing your throat does i was like thanks bro 
yeah, you know, everything's all good. I'm gonna go in the bathroom real quick and pee or fix all the water, make sure the water's working. I did need to do that though. <laughs> but, but I was like, okay, okay, make sure I'm not crying. Check my face, make an angry face. I was just in there doing that. And then I was like, and then Mike, and then, and then she's coming. I was like, and she, and they basically told, told her this whole time I was in the bathroom, she was not, she was going to go out of her way to do anything she can to get them to keep the house or chastise them or get them to spend money on things she wants. Right. Cause mommy dearest is allergic to the internet. So all the shit she could buy with the money she got, she can't cause she was going to get him in person. She can't no more. And to top it off, she was on her children's family plan. That's how lazy she was. Oh my God. So they cut her off the family plan. Cause <laughs> apparently they had did this some time ago. Well, fine. I'm not gonna leave you nothing. I'm gonna cancel my plan. Well, I guess we are gonna be living off daddy money. Jillian looks at Michael's like, you're right, sis. We're gonna be living thanks to dad. So then I just, I'm in the background. I've come out the bathroom and I'm just like, living in America. There's an actual song that has that as a chorus. I don't mm-hmm. know the full song, but they knew that part. <laughs> so we just started dancing and vibing and shit. So then he's like, you know what? Let's go in our room and enjoy this ice cream. Oh, no way. We got to drop off Zach's. It's like, you know what, Zach's? Just take the car. Bring it back tomorrow. Play Smash Bros. tomorrow or something. Right? I was like, okay. I left. I came back. I don't know where the mom is. And I was like, and, but I came back really, really early. Like 5 a.m. I was like, I didn't knock on the door. I was like, hey, I'm downstairs. It's important. Open the door. I text Michael, but Jillian shows up. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um. So... I was like, hey, work up your brother. I want to get you guys on this important shit. Your mother has a lot of things she can do to fuck with you, but I want to make sure you guys are okay. I was like, what can she do? Bro, she can kick you guys out the house right the fuck now if she really wanted to. Like, literally right now. What? All my stuff is here. It wouldn't matter. And you would have to have a court order and I have to have a police on their schedule come back to help you watch your shit get taken out of the house. She could break and burn and throw away shit or shit like she did dad stuff. If in that in that amount of time, yes, go wake your brother up. Boo, come on, man. Let's just go to his room. So I was like, okay, we go in his room. This motherfucker awake playing Smash Bros. I was like, and I smack him back in the head. Dude, what's your problem? Bro, fucking texted you to come open a door. Oh, you brought the car back? Oh, I might as well get a lunch then. And Jillian's like, it's 5 a.m. Whoa. Why the fuck are you at 5 a.m.? There's a serious emergency. And then he goes, how the fuck do I not know it's 5 a.m.? And just like, cause you didn't look out the window. He got his curtain up and everything. I was like, wow, a lot of stars tonight. Bitch, stay focused. And it's morning. Damn it. What is it with him and getting time wrong? So um, I was like, listen, this is what she can do. But here's what you guys can do. You both can separately take out a life insurance policy on your mother. Or you could tell them you want to turn it back on her old policy or under a new name. They might let you do it if you say that she's in a state of mental or physical duress, some shit. I don't know. But even if she doesn't, you can get a life insurance policy. But here's what you're going to do. Get the maximum amount separately. Okay, then what? Figure out where you're going to live. You're going to go to college with your uncle and shit? Well, before that, you guys can like stay in a hotel or motel or something. Or some family members nearby. And buy a house here. 
she lives in it until she goes where she goes or she gets her stylist stuff done here in Illinois. You go off to college, do what you gonna do, man. And y'all can stay in contact, you can visit. You can still take summer breaks off in college. You can come back. Yeah, I can come back and I can chastise my sister. Oh my God, why are you being a dick right now? Like, shh, keep your voice <laughs> down, shit. Oh no, Jillian, Jillian. Boys will always show affection and emotion towards female siblings or people they treat nicely with pranks and puns and man, randomly fucking with them and sneaking around and being sneaky on them. You never do that to me. And Michael's like, yeah, he does it all the time. No, he doesn't. You remember that time your ponytail was a different color from the rest of your head? Yeah, yeah that was me. And she looked at me like a horror movie monster was behind me. <laughs> I've never had those experiences. What'd you say? I've never had those experiences. Interesting. I wasn't very close to my siblings either. You should not have told me that. But anyways, um, so I'm just like, Jillian, I have been secretly fucking with you, but I'm so good at it. Yeah, he's so G, it's not even funny. I am so ninja G gangster OG <laughs> at this shit that you didn't know ninja I've been doing G. it for. Yes, that you didn't know I've been doing it for a decade. Jesus, that's a quote right there. So Michael pulls out his cell phone. I was like, oh, you got one with a camera on it? Yep. I was like, wait, what are all these old pictures? Like, oh yeah, with cell phones, you can actually put computer stuff on phones now. I was like, bro, that's been around for a while. I was like, oh yeah, but I didn't like have a phone you could do it on. I was like, okay, well fine. Well, these pictures like, oh yeah, I remember this time. You took pictures of all this shit you did to me? No, I took pictures after Zach's got done. And then she looks at him the same way she looked at me. And then I kissed her on the cheek and I patted her on the head. And I said, I love you. <laughs> Which is my signature move every time I piss off somebody or offend somebody or I fuck with somebody and I know they can't get me back. Don't worry, it'll happen to you one day. So, okay, you are not kissing me on the cheek, son. Not Nasty. just because you said that, I'm going to do it. Anyways, um, Nasty. um, yeah, I don't know where your face has been. So, anyways, I was like, uh, Jillian, Jillian, I didn't do it out of hatred. I don't secretly have anything against you. In fact, I did it for the opposite reason. Yeah, and I do it the same reason. And we both put our hands on our shoulder and we're like, and he says, I fuck with you. And I say, I pick on you because I like you. And he says, I fuck with you because I like you. Her whole face turns red. And she's just like trying to process what she's heard. It's funny. It really is. And I'm just looking at her smiling because you'll never be able to get me back. So she's just like, what else did you come here to tell me? Have you, did you guys secretly get me cancer in the middle of the night? <laughs> and I just, and Michael was like, well, I thought about it one day. You know? And Jillian's looking at him with like a shock. Like, Jillian, Jillian, you can't just initiate cancer on somebody, okay? Calm down. He's joking. <laughs> so I get back into it. I told him, call three different places up. See which one will give you insurance, life insurance. After that, sell the house. But here's what you do. Whatever the house costs or whatever's left on the lease or mortgage, whoever you can transfer it to, because you can transfer ownership of that. Not necessarily sell the house, but transfer ownership of it. Take the half that you're going to get. Buy a new house with it. Buy a condo or apartment floor. I don't want to do yard work, though. Yeah, I don't want to fucking deal with plumbing. Okay, well, listen. A lot of condos and places in skyscrapers, you can buy skyscraper floors. Like, yes, but people will call them condos. Or a loft. Sometimes they have HOA, Homeowners Association Fees. That means you pay 
somebody who runs a chapter in the block that you live on or the zip code to make sure you get trash service 24 7 winter spring fall and lawn service but if you don't want to do that you'll still get those fees but there'll be less of them in a condo or some form of a purchasable chunk of a building because what will happen is you can either be separate from it or you can have your trash automatically routed to be taken care of and also all your repairs so let's say a pipe bursts on your floor and you ain't got water they can have the shit fixed within 24 hours you ain't got to pay nothing other than whatever the monthly or a yearly annual fee is for homeowners association fees that's the name of them and some places if you don't pay them uh you'll pay for everything individually separate and it might cost you more over time well no we want to have something together and michael's like no the fuck i don't i want to be able to fuck my girlfriend where i live i was like okay let's I mean, do both uh, let's do both i was like yeah let's do both and i was like man y'all got you guys are fucking rich I was like, guys, we're not that rich. Listen to everything that you two just said. <laughs> you know how it is. Some people just, they don't realize how much money is a lot of money. Yeah, for sure. That's how rich they are. Fun. Love those I had, people. To, I had to convince Michael when we were like 16, get a bank account. Because he was the type of dude who would run around with a wad in his pocket so big. It would literally stick out of his pants, front, back, or shirt, coat pockets, whatever. And uh, so I'm talking and I'm explaining shit and I give them a whole game plan. And I say, if you do this, bare minimum, I'm sure you guys can get $200,000 and you can go and get a $100,000 place and then you can go get a condo or something. It's like, and Jill's like, I wanna just live in dad's house, maybe add a floor to it or something. I was like, me too and they hug and i'm just like and then michael's like while he's hugging his sister still getting the condo though <laughs> you can't have a key and she gets offended okay you can have a key but don't come unless i'm there so i go home i drop off their car and i got lucky because the final bus going where i lived wasn't running at that point in time but it was only like a eight block walk. So I wake up, I got five voicemails and 20 text messages. I'm just like, man, I know they fucking mom don't got my number. Right? Mm -hmm. So they got qualified for every single life insurance plan. Oh, nice. Instead of getting one, they got all three and they set it to the maximum payout or maximum plan tier whatever they could get for their mom so that's six life insurance plans jesus christ mm -hmm. and their mom died that day oh wow see what i would be worried about though that they don't consider that uh fraud when you oh no take there's out always an investigation oh okay but because mm -hmm. they had the doctor's time of death and the coroner sheet and all that shit, in a few days, they weren't going to get it immediately. So the minute they got it, they faxed it or emailed it or scanned it. Then um, they wanted the number to the hospital. They had to basically spend almost three hours doing and getting them paperwork. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they got seven figures combined. Jesus Christ. I can only dream of that. <laughs> That's fair. 40 is really not that bad. Why would they pay you both 
two more times on top of the first time. Like, no, we got all those plans and then we got them as individuals. I didn't tell you to do that. It was like, no, but we thought it was implied. So, what are you guys going to do? Fucking party. I was about to say party. So they rented out a boat at Navy Pier. Remember when I told you that summer where I got invited by one of my homies to go to Michigan and that Michigan vacation was suck because I was basically running from their dad the whole time? Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, almost every single person from that story is on this boat. Oh. This, this is where the initial invite started. Okay, with that being said, uh, this brings this episode of Life Story to an end. Um, uh, Neko, I hope you enjoyed yourself. Uh, I did, this was interesting. 